In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today we are celebrating the first Sunday of the Blessed Month of Abib, which is the first Sunday coming after the Feast of the Apostles. That's why the whole reading towards the mission of the Church, the mission of the Apostles, and the missions of the disciples of the Apostles. So what I would like to share with you today is just this word, that the Lord was telling them, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. If you imagine a leader is sending his followers and he's telling him you are like lambs among wolves. Does it mean are you going to be swollen, eaten, and destroyed or something different? So I would like to share with you today just four words. The first word is a mission. There's a mission to the whole church. Then after this mission, then we need some equipment. So one of them is peace. Second one is authority. What does it mean, peace, in the mind of our Lord and in the minds of the whole church? And what sort of authority? Is it the authority to destroy anyone else or a different kind of authority? Then we are all required to react to this mission or this message from the Lord himself. So today we read in Luke chapter 10, and we read in verse 3, Go your way, behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. But there is great news here. If you go, I would like to share, only again, it's not my word. It's the church fathers. Mainly, today we have the journey with St. Cyril the Great. So St. Cyril the Great, I will keep the screen, read it carefully. I will just summarize it in, summarize it in one, one word. He's telling us God was going to make a miracle. Yes, he's sending us, he's sending his disciples as lambs among wolves, but there's something very different, that he's going to change the nature of those wolves into lambs as well. So if you imagine the Lord is sending us powerless, but this powerless is empowered with the power of the Holy Spirit, who is able to change those who are going to receive the message. If you think of St. Paul himself, how he was aggressive against the church, and how he was thinking that he can destroy all Christians. But all of a sudden, after he encountered with the Lord, the Holy Spirit transformed him into the great apostle and the great messenger who is bre uh, preaching the message of, of Christ. How again? Because God is able to change him. So first of all, be sure that when you are sent to the mission, there is something that is going to empower you and something to change those. You will remain as a lamb, but he is going to change those wolves into lambs. So St. Cyril was saying, How then does he command the holy apostles who are innocent men and sheep, and sheep to seek the company of wolves and go to them of their own will? Is not the danger apparent? Are they not set up as ready prey for the, their attacks? How can a sheep prevail over a wolf? How can one so peaceful conquer the savage of beast of prey? Yes, he says, for they have me as their shepherd. We have a different shepherd. It's Christ himself. Then he's continuing, I will be with you, help you, and deliver you from, the, from all evil. I will change wolves into sheep. And I will make the persecutors become the helpers of the persecuted. This is the first miracle he wants to show us. I am able to change them. But first of all, go. 
So the verse starts, go, I send you, behold, I send you as lambs among wolves. And again, I can think I'm not a missionary. I'm not going to Africa or India or wherever I'm, I'm going. You are a missionary in your home. Unfortunately, sometimes we are afraid to talk to our kids about purity, about sanctification and holiness, believing they will hide something from us. We are not able to talk to them about how to keep yourself away from the uh, ways of the world. And in the same time, we are not sending them to schools or to colleges to tell them you are missionaries. The Lord is sending you like lambs among wolves. You are going to change them by the power of God. But we are always putting them aside. Be compatible with the world. He is telling us today it's time after receiving the Holy Spirit in day one when we were baptized to send our kids to go to our work, to go everywhere as missionaries, as lambs among wolves. Second thing he is telling them, and I will, uh, when you go to any place, go send your peace. Uh, what is this peace? Hear what St. Paul, uh, the Lord himself said in John 14, 27. Peace I live with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Yes, you are lambs among wolves, but you are going to be victorious, because my peace will be with you. Again, I will keep the words of St. Cyril to speak to you. What is this peace? Again, he's telling us, I'll bring the Spirit. And this is, was clearly nothing else but saying, I'll bring my Spirit, and of myself will be abide with those who received him. If you imagine every time the priest is uh, making the sign of the cross and saying, the peace be with you, it is not the peace of the priest. The peace of Christ, which is the Holy Spirit himself, is a refilling, a calling to the Holy Spirit to fill us once more. So you are not going to be troubled as lambs among wolves. You can see many stories in the church history about the martyrs who were beaten and tortured in a different and severe ways. And all of them were able to stand. Why? Because the peace of Christ, the Holy Spirit, was in them, strengthening them and empowering them to be more than victorious. So first of all, we have to go. Secondly, we have to go not with our own strength, but with the peace of Christ, which is the Holy Spirit himself. And the third thing is, the authority. Yes, sometimes I feel I am powerless. Yes, you are powerless, but the power of Christ in you. you. are powerless, but the Spirit of God is in you. He was telling them in verse 16, He who hears you, hears me. Again, it's not my words. It's not the words of the apostle. That he who hears you, he hears me. You have the authority to speak on behalf of the Lord. Uh, the authority to speak on behalf of the Holy Spirit. And he's going to empower you. He's going to give you the courage. If you imagine the same St. Peter was hiding himself, fleeing and even swearing that he doesn't know the Lord in front of a, a, a servant. It was the same one who was able to stand in front of thousands to preach that Christ is the Son of God. How he did it? He had the authority since he received the Holy Spirit. And then he is telling them, he who rejects you, rejects me. Sometimes this point makes us upset. I told them everything. And I was trying to show them the love of Christ. And they reject me. 
is telling you, don't be afraid, they are rejecting me, Christ, not you in person. And your mission is not to convert, is to speak, to go and to tell them, leave it to me. I will convert and transform them in due time if they are going to cooperate with my grace. And then he who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. We will find always the church is showing us that the message is Trinitarian. What does it mean? It's not just a big word. That the Lord was telling them, if I'm sending you, empowering you with the Holy Spirit, and people are rejecting the message. They are rejecting not you in person, but rejecting the Son, Jesus Christ. And not only the Son, Jesus Christ, but even the Father who sent him. That's why the church is always a Trinitarian in its belief, Trinitarian in its behavior. In every single aspect, the church is showing us that we are called to a divine life, to live this Trinitarian life at all times. So first of all, we are all sent. Go. If you imagine, only in the Gospel of St. Jo- uh, Matthew, 40 times the Lord was telling them, go. And now he's telling us, oh, go. Go to your wife and speak to her about Christ. Go to your husband. Go to your kids. Even go to your parents. Go to school. Go to wherever you are going. Go as lambs among the wolves believing that you have the authority and you have the peace of Christ. And then he was telling us, again, St. Cyril the Great, that the assurance that whatever is said concerning him by the holy apostles or evangelists is to be received necessarily without any doubt and to be crowned with the words of truth. Based on what? The Holy Spirit was talking to your heart first and then proclaiming the good news to everyone then we are all required to react. What is your reaction? He's telling us your reaction to go should be a must. Why? Because you are the son of God. You are a follower. You are one who belongs to the kingdom of God. And then he was telling them from verse 16 and 12, and if a son of peace is there, your peace rests on it. If not, it will return to you. The very dust of your city, which clings to us, we wipe off against you. I say to you that it will be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for this city. Again, it's for us to react personally and then to go. How many times we came to church and we heard a message of sanctification, purity, repentance, and I rejected it. He's telling me, be careful. Sodom at that day might have a more tolerable stand than us. Not to fear us, but to tell us it's serious. Please go and repent. Please go and confess. Many times I hear it, I never confessed in my life. Many times I confessed last time five years ago or ten years ago. Or I didn't confess since my late father of confession passed away. It's encouraging us to react and to receive the message and the whole message, repent, believe in the gospel, because the kingdom of God is at hand. Let me conclude with the words of St. John Chrysostom. If you have a real shepherd, it's only Christ. Everyone else, your Sunday school teacher, your priest, your spiritual father, is receiving the power from the real good shepherd. If you cling to a person, you will miss it out. If you cling to the true eternal shepherd, you are in the right position. So he's telling us, the one who is telling you go, the one who is going to empower you is the real shepherd. The flock is God's fellow workers. 
The flock belongs to its owner. The flock is the building of God who belongs to its owner. Therefore, the wise flock, and please pray with me, I would like to be one of this wise flock. The wise flock is the one who does not get attached to the shepherd personally, but to the Lord as the good shepherd. And in the very end of the letters, you will have the communion, not to be attached to any shepherd, but to the good shepherd, to be one with Christ, eternally and forever. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen. God save.